Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. My name is Mike, and we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Uh, let me go around the room real quick, introduce the, uh, my fellow players, because you can't tell the players without a scorecard. On the right, my right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate! Approve memos! Lead a workshop! Remember birthdays! Oh, playtime already, huh? It's exactly right. It's, it's playtime. It's playtime. And, and folks, you, you just missed, I, I like to describe it as uh, like a, when you get a fire team or a squad of people and they understand hand and arm signals together, you just missed a, <laughs> a, a whole melee of that going on here. Uh, uh, I sat down at the mic. We're doing some last minute adjustments on some computers and some readouts here and, uh, and, and put my face up to the microphone and it smelled like whoever the last host was had a possum sandwich. And, um, <laughs> and so I... I made the uh, the hand cleaner, uh, uh, you know, hand signal there, and Earl tossed it to me over the computers. I grabbed it, rubbed it into the mic right before they went hot, so <laughs> I could talk to you now without gagging. <laughs> so, uh, but evidently, in the area, if you're interested, there's a possum sandwich special going on because mm. that's evidently what this guy had. So whoever it was, or gal, I don't want to discriminate. You know? <laughs> yeah, no telling. Um, so how's your week, sir? How's things been for you? Very good, very good. Fourth uh, of July was actually, it was. I mean. There's going to be uh, fun and frivolity and uh, massive amounts of celebration. Alcohol. A little bit. <laughs> but for most part, it was actually kind of quiet. I stayed at home. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. You know, threw something on the grill. I think that's yeah. kind of stereotypical tradition. Yep. Uh, then afterwards, uh, you know, dark, when uh, darkness fell, yep. I, could, I was watching TV and I could hear, okay, the neighbors have started. Yeah. Wife and I walked out in the front yard and stood there for half an hour, 45 minutes, and just several different directions. Yeah. We didn't have to leave our house. Right. Got a nice show. Right. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. I, uh, I did some yard work earlier in the day. Okay. Uh, you know, attacking the, uh, the jungle with the weed eater, is, <laughs> is how I like to describe it. And, uh, you know, by, by noon, done, because we got to, oh, yeah. again, yeah. it was another 106, 108-day heat index in the central Florida area. And listen, I know you're listening to us out there in the, in, in, in the desert, out in uh, Arizona and uh, Nevada and every place else. 
And you guys are like, well, we got 105 also. It don't compare. Yeah. It does, that's a dry heat. I'm sorry. It does not compare. I've, I've, uh, I have experienced both, and it does not compare one bit. <laughs> it's, it's a, this is a, um, you don't even like to walk close to the doors when you're inside the house because you know you're going to get hit by that heat and humidity. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's just there. It's, it's literally unbearable. But um, yeah, it came, it's much like you, uh, stayed home. The, the plan was to stay home for the, for the holiday, just to, you know, it's a midday, midday holiday. We're just, uh, just chill and do some things around the house. We'll do some barbecue, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I went to uh, go outside as the sun started to go down. Right. A little bit before the sun started to go down to do some barbecue. That way, I mean, perhaps we'd have it while the, the fireworks were going on. And oh, we, yeah. That'd we were nice. too. We, were, we, were, we, went, uh, we went on the, I don't want to say went on the cheap this year. We went on the uh, convenient and decided to just enjoy the neighbor's fireworks. Yeah. yeah. And I stepped outside where the grill area is, and it was still... <laughs> about a hundred degrees outside. And I'm like, well, we're having, uh, having burgers in the frying pan today. <laughs> Cooking in the AC. Yeah. So we did, uh, we did the meal indoors and, uh, it, and it worked out well. And, uh, uh, it was, uh, it was, a it was a good, it was a good, uh, good holiday, good holiday. And I'm yeah. glad you glad yours was the same. Um, Hey, listen, um, normally we'd have a uh, attorney, Kevin Maxwell here with this, seg- this segment, but he's not, he'd be here next segment. So, so we'll, we'll give him a, a quick intro right now so you can hear his music because I know some of you will go crazy if you don't. And um, uh, Kevin will be joining us next segment and uh, we'll, we'll give away uh, what's going on with him then. Uh, you know, I did go into work on Friday. It's actually kind of a... a I did too. I went in and I was the only one at the... Uh, <laughs> let's call it the facility. Let's just say okay. that. At the facility. And the facility that I'm helping out at now, uh, I would say it that way. Uh, it's got um, several tiered levels of security. Okay. Um, uh, it, you, you know, I, I, biometric kind of security. You know, I had to, had to, you know, come in outside, enter some access codes, use a prox card to get through the door, come inside, turn some alarms off. There's three separate alarms. Set those codes, then use one more prox, uh, you know, facial recognition software. Oh wow! To, uh, to, to get up to where I have to, uh, when I want to do my work. So it's um, it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty good it's pretty high speed stuff. Uh, I, I'm kind of a kind of pleased with it. Well, I've never left and been the last one out before because it's a 24 hour operation thing. But it uh, being a government holiday, it had the long weekend, and I just went in to catch up on some stuff. And as I go to leave, I'm standing there near the the biometric reader, you know, to let them know because I can't get to where I need to be unless I check in and check out with the biometric the face the face scanner. Okay. Um and uh. And I'm standing there, and right before I, I did that, I, I hit the three different alarm panels that surround me leading into different areas of the building. So just to give you, to paint that picture for you, I'm standing near like an exit door where the biometric reader is, the, the face scanner. But there's three separate doors, one on each wall, and I had to do something in each of those rooms. So I turned the alarm off to each one. Okay. So prior to leaving, I set those alarms on uh-huh. each one. And it's just, it's, it's similar to like a home alarm. You go and you throw your code in and that's it. And now I'm standing over by the biometric reader and I'm like, well, I guess I should wait for them to time down. You know, that way I can make sure there's no problems with the alarms. And as I'm standing there by this biometric reader, I realize that the one alarm on the far wall that I set off controls the door that I'm about to go out. Uh, and I'm like, oh boy, you know, <laughs> I, I should have set that alarm off last. Do the biometric reader, set that alarm off, and then go out the door while it's doing the you know, the timer countdown. And now, now they've all timed out, and I'm standing there frozen because I have no clue if there's a motion sensor in this room or not. 
Mm. <laughs> and, and I'm like, I really, really don't want to end my day <laughs> <laughs> busting off this motion sensor. Now, I know the time delay is on the door. Right. There's not going to be a time delay on a motion sensor. Those are just, if a motion sensor activates, it's, there's, there's a problem. Yeah. So I, it's about six feet from me to the, to the door. And I'm like, all right, let's see how long this takes. And I, I did the very slow turn of my head <laughs> <laughs> looking towards Been watching too many movies. Door. And it took me about 10 minutes to cover that six feet to get to that door. And as soon as I got to that door, I popped the door open and that started the 30 second time delay. So I was able to run back to the alarm panel, turn it off, run back to the biometric scanner, scan myself out, run back to the alarm panel, start the timer again and get out. But for 10 minutes, if anybody can grab that video, I may ask them at work for it, you'll see me doing this extreme slow motion uh, and then uh, I did call uh, one of the people I work with and asked if there was any motion sensors in that room. There wasn't. <laughs> of course. There wasn't. There wasn't. Of course. <laughs> so, so I have no idea whether it would have worked or not, but I ended up looking like a fool by myself. So, uh, Hey, stick around. We've got more program coming up for you. we get back, attorney Kevin Maxwell will be joining us uh, via the old hotline. Uh, we'll see you after the break. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Kel-Tec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTechUSA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you'll like Boundary Oak Distillery. Go to BoundaryOakDistillery.com to learn more. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal, a cell phone pistol studios. Hey, we, uh, we would normally introduce our, uh, our left-hand man. If you're the right-hand man, does that make him the left-hand man? Is that what we're calling him? Well, he does sit on your left side. He does sit on my left. So the guy on the left. The guy on the left. So uh, we would normally introduce uh, attorney Kevin Maxwell when we, uh, when we were here in the studio, but... Right now, he, he, he's on the line with us. Uh, please welcome to the program, uh, attorney extraordinaire, the legal ninja, maximum effort, attorney Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Um, sir, you are you obviously... Can you're you hear me? Yes, I can. We can hear you. Can you hear me now? How about now? Can you hear me now? Now? Can you hear me now? Let's bring Kevin up. Can we bring Kevin up? Can we bring, is Kevin there? Kevin, can you hear me now? Michael. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. I can't do that gimmick anymore. <laughs> do that for an hour. <laughs> um, hey, Kevin, welcome, uh, welcome to the program, sir. I'm, uh, you're normally sitting here with us. How are you doing today? I, I guess he's not doing well. <laughs> I know he said he was going yeah, to the beach. Yeah, you had to play the joke, didn't you? I, I know he said he was going to the beach. I hope he's not driving off the pier. You know, that's, that's um, well, we seem to have lost attorney Kevin Maxwell. And that wasn't even a, that's not even a bit, folks. That was, that was, that was real. That was real, so... Um, Kevin is out on a. Oh, he's back. He's back. We got him back. Kevin's been out on assignment this week, so he's uh, he joined us back. Kevin, welcome back to the program. Thank you. Um, so we we listen. We talk about it here all the time. You you, you get these calls. You got to go. You got to work. Do some business. And I, I know you probably can't tell us too much, but but uh, things going all right. Everything going all right for uh, you in the world of law this yeah. week? Yeah, it, it's. Uh, it, I I got a little thing I got to take care of today. I probably would have dealt with it yesterday. But I was uh, I was tied up in some testing, and uh, you know, lab results and MRIs and CAT scans and 
and uh, man, they had a lot of dogs and cats in that room looking at me. That's, that's, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. um, but as a result, I didn't get to come talk to these people yesterday. Right. And uh, sometime last night or early this morning, um, uh, the detonation became high order. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Uh, they're they're kind of coming apart at the seams, so I'm going down to uh, to make some suggestions on how they will not uh, set themselves on fire in their driveway. Good, yeah, yeah, yeah. How to avoid um, bologna sandwiches for lunch uh, and and uh, nighttime at 2100 hours, kind of stuff. Actually, it's it's not. Well, it could be. <laughs> it's not there yet. Yeah. But it's a uh, it's a uh, well. Later, and I, after it's all resolved, I'll tell you. Well, there you go. See, that's it, folks. That's, that's, that's maximum effort. Um, how are other things this week in the world of law? Uh, nothing too profound that took place. I, uh, I'm being removed from a case. Um, petition, I'd be removed from a case by, uh, by the new counsel in that case. I'm going to go to a hearing on that probably next week. Because it's crucially important to get an answer to that right now because he's going to Paris. Oh, okay. <laughs> gotcha. Paris. I'm going to get lab tests. Okay, I win. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's different. That's very, very, very much so different. Very much so different. But that's, that's good. Um, yeah, well, we just wanted to make sure people, you know, uh, got, to, got, to, got to hear your voice and, uh, and, and say hello. And, um, oh, well, here I am. And, um, and wave at me on 95 headed south of Melbourne. <laughs> and, uh, and let you give your phone number a couple more times so people know where to reach out to you if they need maximum effort. Uh, well, yeah, give, me, give me about two hours and then call me at 407-467-4960 and I'll be more than happy to try to address <laughs> whatever issues you have. Unless, of course, you're, uh, you're going to be near uh, a law enforcement officer engaged in some conversation with you would really rather not have. And then you can just call me right away, and I'll tell them you invoke, and that'll be the end of that conversation. There you go. And that's Remember, how it works, folks. You can never talk yourself out of a ride to jail, but you can always talk yourself into one. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. Uh, all right, sir. Well, thank you for joining us this segment. Um, we, uh, we appreciate you calling in. I know it's, uh, you're on the way down there to take care of a client, and, uh, and safe journeys to you there on the highway. Thank you. You be safe. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Maxwell, attorney Kevin Maxwell. You know how to get a hold of him. Go to maxlaworlando.com. If, uh, if you're in, the, in Florida or in the southeast and you need something done, if not, if you need, uh, you're need, you looking for a good attorney referral for some Second Amendment-related stuff or anything, give him a call, maxlaworlando.com. Uh, Earl, um, we, you know what, before we get into it, Uh-oh. you know, when Kevin says he's out doing testing, you know, you know what I picture? What? I picture him going, let's see if this guy can run faster than this. <laughs> let's see if he can run faster than that. And starting with things like, you know, a dog, maybe you know, yeah. a car, then some sort of firearm, you know, perhaps a laser at the end. I, I see Kevin uh, entertaining himself with testing. Oh, so, yeah. of course. Uh, well, you know, and it's it's all mm, it's all testing that'll be useful <laughs> to governments. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of thing. Uh, New York City. Let's go. Let's go up to New York City. New York City. <laughs> we talked to you a while back about how the Supreme Court was uh, was was considering a case. That New York City had put forth. Let's just mm-hmm. give, you, give you this whole thing here. New York City, Kate, excuse me, the Supreme Court should dismiss a challenge to New York City's gun transportation ban because a new ordinance will moot the case, city lawyers told the judges Wednesday. 
this is what we talked about. There was, there was an ordinance in New York City that says you cannot, although you, there are now very, very direct, very minute circumstances where you can own a firearm in New York City. Right. You cannot transport it. The only place you could transport it to is a, is a licensed firing range. Okay. Of which, in the city, I believe there's one. Oh, okay. You know, the city of one. 10 million yeah. people. But you know, Imagine the line to get on the range you know, is quite lengthy. So you're only allowed to take it to that one. You're not allowed to take it outside of the city to go shoot either. How ridiculous uh, is that? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. You can't go somewhere That's else to New shoot York legally. So this is one that um, had been petitioned to go to the Supreme Court. This was... Uh, um, this is just this is ludicrous. When you think about it, this is this is okay. We're going to say you could have the gun, but you're never allowed to basically touch it. That's, yeah. that's you know that's that's it's that kind of law. Like we're going to okay. It says the right to bear arms. It doesn't say the right to bear ammo. Yeah, you, you know what, what, what exactly. one of those kind of nonsense uh, you know points. Oh, oh, you got me. You got me now. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm just going to give up. Um, so there were many other jurisdictions out there that said we would like for you, New York City, to drop your suit. Because your stance is so ridiculous that it's going to be uh, overturned and it's going to set a Supreme Court precedent. And when it sets a Supreme Court precedent, it's going to apply to the entire country, yep. not just you, New York City. So New York City said, and this has been a year in the making, you know, uh, you know this is, that this has been up there. It, it, this, hasn't, this wasn't an overnight decision for New York City. Well... No decision in New York City happens overnight. <laughs> yeah. Definitely without some palms being greased, if you know what I mean. A little right here. Over here. Uh-huh. So yeah. this suit in New York City drops. And now, now they're arguing to the court, you need to drop our petition because we changed the ordinance that said this. And and the Supreme Court at this point is, well, we'll let you know. Mm. We'll let you know. This may still go forward. Good. Even after I hope New York so. City dropped this. This may end up, and there might potentially be oral arguments that play out here uh, to see whether or not this case is now moot, you know, whether, whether it makes no difference at all. Um, the respondents do not intend to address whether constitution entities, the petitioners, or any other residents of New York City with premises license to transport their handguns from homes in the city to second homes or to firing range or shooting competitions beyond municipal borders where they have the legal right to possess them. Respondents no longer have any stake in that legal question. Although the Supreme Court, again, has said, um, we'll, we'll let you know. Okay. Let me, let me go. They're, they're trying to liken it to a, a last-minute uh, petition from death row, but then the guy dies. You don't have to listen to it anymore. Well, let me, you know, I, I don't have the legal mind you and Kevin do, so let me put it into... Let me, let, you tell me if I'm putting this into an accurate uh, analogy for myself primarily okay. Okay. and then for our, our listeners. They realize that New York City realizes it's the nail sticking up in the coffin. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, they're looking at the Supreme Court is getting ready to hammer it closed. Yes. So they don't want to be the nail hammering closed the coffin. So they went and pulled it out. It wasn't just New York City. It was everybody else around them saying, dude, get rid of that nail. Get rid of that nail or we're going to lose it. Gotcha. We're going to lose it. And that's what happened. New York City pulled it. So, and now they're literally looking at this. Like I said, Supreme Court's looking at this as if you know, we we know you took the nail out, but we want to make sure it never happens again. Yeah. And now now they're now they're shaking in their boots. Oops. Shaking in their boots. 
Hey, you listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We're, when we get back, we're going to have John from Hog Holsters joining us. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Gun Tech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Hey, Earl, I, I, got, I got kicked off Twitter this week. <laughs> I got Again? kicked off. I got you know it's been a while since I've been kicked off Twitter. Yeah, uh, but I but I I, I guess I uh, caught somebody's attention there, and uh, I got uh, got my butt kicked off Twitter. It was only a twelve hour ban, I think, like that. I didn't even know they had twelve hour bans. If I knew they had twelve hour bans, I'd have been trying medium hard to get kicked off for twelve hours. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's. I'd have, been, I'd have been going there, but yeah, I said that everybody at CNN, or we should take CNN out and beat them half to death, and then once they're better, we should do it again. Okay. You know, because, meaning, you know, but, but they said that that was a threat against individuals. I'm like, what am I going to go, go, go down to Atlanta and beat up the building until it goes to the hospital? It's just, 
but they're ridiculous. Yeah, never know. They're ridiculous. We've been there. That's where the NRA show was. Remember, directly across the street oh, from, yeah. from in Atlanta I, I, there. I think I remember walking past it and looking at it. That's right. And they had the protester, remember? The <laughs> protester that was there. I was actually looking forward to seeing something. Me you know, too. Just, I had oh, a whole... Come on, what a letdown. That's all a, you guys got? I had a whole bunch of verbal puns to throw at them, you know? <laughs> and, and there was one dude. It just felt like it would have been, you know, dogpile. I didn't want to do it, you know? So, yeah. Oh well. Shooting fish in a barrel. Exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, hey, let's bring our next guest into the program. Uh, you, you've heard him on here a couple of times here recently. It's, it's our good friend, John, from Hog Holsters. That's H-A-W-G holsters.com, hogholsters.com. John, welcome back to the program. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, you, you know, John, we, we, we love having you on the program. You know, you, your, your products are great. We, we enjoy your point of view on many things. But um, a story popped up here in the last couple of days that happened uh, five minutes from you. So we wanted to, you know, yeah, to get, get your feel right on at, this. Right about eight minutes from my house, um, there's a Starbucks. And uh, just... Uh, <laughs> Me too. Day, don't, they, don't think you're special, John. <laughs> They're all over the well, place. <laughs> it depends on the definition of special. Yeah. But, uh, but the thing, but the thing is, is uh, the police officers were asked to leave um, out here. It was in Tempe. I live in uh, in uh, Scottsdale. It was in Tempe. And uh, they asked him to leave. And I've been in some discussion with this about some friends. And uh, I have I have, I have some opinions on it. I've, I have opinions on almost everything. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. That's, uh, so let me, get, let, me, let me set the stage here, folks. Um, this is a Tempe, Arizona uh, Starbucks. This is um, uh, it, it doesn't. It looks like a you know normal normal size Starbucks. Um, uh, and I believe it was five officers went inside. This is before their shift was starting. So any complaints you have of that's too many officers all at once and they're goofing off or doing whatever, they weren't even on the clock yet. This was like the this is like the pregame show, you know, where they right they got together to for whatever reason. I don't know, they could have been planning a you know somebody's retirement party for all I know. They weren't. This wasn't them goofing off taking lunch hour somewhere else. So let's get that complaint out of the way. Five of them are there. No. And five of them, yeah. Five of them are there giving refreshments. It's on the, uh, I believe the 4th of July. Yes. Or Independence Day. Correct. And, uh, and what happened is apparently uh, they, they say that a customer was feeling threatened by the police officers and asked them to leave. And so they, they, leave, they left. One of them was a 20-year veteran of the armed forces. Um, so... I can't boycott Starbucks. Now, let me explain why I can't boycott Starbucks. It's hard for me to boycott something I already don't go to. Right. <laughs> and, and I really don't understand why a police officer, which I want to get this out of the way real quickly. Hog yeah. holsters, facts the blue. Um, we have law enforcement discount. We will as long as I'm alive. Um, we, have, we, we take care of police officers. If you're a police officer and you need your holster, shipped faster than everybody else, which is, I don't know how, how it's possible because we get them shipped out within three days. But, but the thing of it is, is we take care of, our, we take care of law enforcement. I have law enforcement in the family. Uh, we take care of law enforcement. What I don't understand is why a police officer would actually go to Starbucks. There you go. Um, there and, you go. and where that comes from is June the 1st, 2018, that's right. a year and a month ago. Yep. Um, there was an article, if you'll all remember, when Starbucks had their um, bias training um, because Starbucks had called police officers with guns yep. to get a person to leave Starbucks who came in there, was loitering, didn't order anything, was, was being a disruptor, I believe. Okay, And so, this was in uh, so Philadelphia, this back in Philadelphia, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah and, right, and then so then they have this anti, 
bias training. What they called and, anti-bias training, yeah. Right, and apparently what it was, according to employees of Starbucks were there, if you'll read this article, um, it, it, uh, about Starbucks say bias training, employees say bias training was anti-cop. So Correct. Starbucks is not pro-police officer. No. Okay, they're not. Um, and, and police officers listen to me, and, and other people listen to me. Police officers, Starbucks is not your friend. Nope. Okay? If you want to know who your friends are, it's people that exercise the Second Amendment for the most part. Yep. Now, let's talk about who your enemies are. People that hate cops happen to also hate guns. Um, they hate the flag. They hate legally owned firearms. Le- legally owned firearms they hate, yeah. They, they hate guns and legally owned firearms. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Second Amendment, they hate that. And they leave their hats on and they kneel when the, second, when the Star Spangled Banner is being played. Yeah. So trust me. They do not. It, 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 it's not. It's like it's like an eight hundred pound fat guy going to a skinny girl store. It's just you don't belong there. Right. Okay? Right. They don't want you there. Okay. Yeah. So so very simply, spend your money with someone that wants you. Spend your money at Dutch Brothers Coffee. Hertz Donut out here, out here in Arizona is excellent. Dunkin' Donuts is excellent. There are a lot of good places to get good coffee, but I try not to spend money that with people that hate me or hate my beliefs as an American. We, you can we, call it a boycott, you can right. call it whatever you want. But if you don't like me and you don't like my flag and you don't like my veteran status, then you know what? I'm not going to go there. I don't need to go to a place that I have to speak in a fake language to order coffee. Yeah. 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 Vente frappa al Pacino, please. <laughs> exactly. If I want to speak pig Latin... Now, uh, if I want to speak a fake language, I'll go to Taco Bell. At least they're not stuck up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep, yep, exactly. The, you know, uh, drop the chalupa. We, yeah. we, we know that Starbucks, Seattle-based Starbucks, does not like civ- civilians, everyday citizens exercising their Second Amendment rights in their store. We've seen this. We've seen, you know, we talked about this last week. First off, don't be a butt clown. Don't go in there with your rifle strung, or, you know, slung over your shoulder. But they don't even like the normal open carry or even concealed carry if they were to find out about it. They don't want you as a regular everyday citizen carrying your firearm in there. Now, law enforcement has gotten a taste of that. They've gotten a taste of that at Starbucks. They've gotten a taste of that at many other places when they hear that law enforcement, oh, you having your firearm here makes me uncomfortable. What I'm hoping as we talk to our law enforcement brothers and sisters out there is that they realize they're being discriminated against, not for just being law enforcement, but for having that Second Amendment, you know, for exercising Second Amendment rights. Because, yes, they're cops, they're carrying their guns under the authority of law, but the snowflake doesn't know that. It's just a gun, and we don't want the guns there. And the, the cops really need to come and realize that the same discrimination they're feeling is the same discrimination that any Second Amendment supporter is feeling. Well, it's that, or somebody's got warrants. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am sure that you have heard the statement, screw me once, it's your fault. Screw me twice. It's mine. Yeah. Everybody's heard that, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. People yeah. forget it. They don't actually go by it. It's a saying, but it's not a way of living. With me, it is a way of living. Correct. If Starbucks tells me they are going to take my money and use it to take away my right, yeah. I don't give them any more of my money. Okay? It's like yeah. Nike. Do you think I'll wear a pair of Nikes? If I have a pair of Nikes that I bought 10 years ago... I'm not going to burn them, right? but I'm also not going to buy a new pair. Correct. And, and the same thing with Starbucks. Starbucks didn't invent caffeine. It is available other places. Right. Um, places like Arizona, I would say that about two miles away, there was a really good quick trip. Yep. Um, they could have gone there and gotten their coffee 
they would have been treated with respect. Quick Trip makes every Quick Trip a place where police officers can go. There you go. They're Perfect. treated nicely. They yep. don't have to worry about being run off. Yeah. And, and, and we appreciate seeing police officers in places of business. I like seeing police officers in my place of business unless they don't knock and they come in without telling me because they got my address mixed up. I'm fine. You know, um, yep. I, it- don't, I don't believe we should give money to people who actually use that money to badmouth us or take our rights. Exactly right. John- call it a boy, call it what you will. Keep yeah. your money. And uh, by the way, Hog holsters protect your Second Amendment. We will never compromise on your Second Amendment. It stands for H-A-W-G, helping Americans wear guns and stand up for gun freedoms. Thank you guys for being on the radio. It's, it's hogholsters.com. You hold them there, H-A-W-G holsters.com. You can follow them there over on the, uh, on the Facebook as well and uh, get you a good holster. If you're, if you're a veteran, make sure you tell them. You're law enforcement, you make sure you tell them because he's going to take care of you. Absolutely, because there is a discount. Send me an email, send me proof, and I'll send you a discount code. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We'll see you after the break. Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com, and be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Do you have an emergency at 2 a.m. and need a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Hot for DUI? Max Law Orlando. Custody issues? Max Law Orlando. Time for a divorce? Max Law Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max Law Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by The Arms Room. (laughs) 
You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Got a question for the guys? Well, you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio live, coast to coast and around the world, with Mike and the guys in the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Snag Mag, the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Hey, Earl, before we get into the next story, I want to jump into a little bit something about the, uh, the live feed that we do on the internet. Okay. Um, uh, listen, we got a great did you, fan. Did you push the wrong button again? No, no. This week it worked. This week okay. it worked. This week it worked fine. Um, we did. There was some, uh, that service called um, uh, Mixler. I, uh-huh. Whether you listen to us on Mixler or whether you listen to us on the, the iTunes or the whatever the, the Twitter pods are, I have no idea. Whatever, <laughs> whatever Jeff listens to it us. I just know I have to hit the, hit the start button and, and, and that's it. Um, the, uh, I left it up last week, evidently. You know, I, I, could, ter- I could sit, uh, start recording and stop uh-huh. recording, start broadcasting and stop broadcasting. And, and I, I stopped the broadcasting, but I didn't close the, the, the program or the app. Okay. Um, when I opened the, uh, the program up a little bit later in the day or later in the week to, to, uh, to rebroadcast it, you know, to, to, to set it out onto the iPods. You know, so I, to, I have to take the, the, the audio feed down from the live feed, okay. record it, and then send it over to the, I, the, uh, the, the podcast feed, I guess. I, I don't know. When I, when I brought it up, I noticed that, uh, and listen, we get to, we, folks, we get, a, we, get a, we get a very, very pleasant, very nice response uh, from all of you that are listening. I can see the, uh, the hundreds of you that are, that are listening to it right now. Uh, but it tells me, you know, that whether they are a, a, a registered user and they have a handle or nickname or whatever it is mm-hmm. like that. They, they've created an account. Correct, correct. Or they're just one of those people that just, you know, just, just tune in, just turned on the station. Well, there was a couple, I guess, during the week that never turned off their, their listening to that station. Okay. Because after we're done, I unplug it. There's no input going into it. It stops. So their player is on, but there's nothing going into it. Right. Well, I noticed that like Wednesday of this week. <laughs> okay. That there was four people still listening. <laughs> well, they, they, they probably have the habit like you do. They just, you know closed up the laptop and put yeah. it away or just, you know, turned, turned off the phone and stuck it in their pocket. Exactly. And that's what I was betting on. So I started, I started the broadcast uh-huh. and I just started, and I, cause I knew a couple of them by name I'd recognized. I started just calling their names. Just, just, <laughs> just, you still just, listening? Just call, exactly what I was doing. Exactly what I was doing. One of them contacted me. <laughs> Dude, you freaked me out. <laughs> Had no idea what was probably, going on. They're probably sitting in a room by themselves. <laughs> what? Wait, what? Yeah. Where's that coming from? Yeah. No idea. They had no idea what was going on. <laughs> I figured I'd take a shot at it, and it worked. <laughs> it worked. So uh, That yeah. was worth any overage fees you may have incurred. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Extra day worth of broadcasting. Uh, yep, yeah, exactly. Oh, all right. Let's jump into the next story. Two pistols. These are, these are pretty unique pistols, I'd yes. call them. You know, these are not your typical you know, 1911s. These are two pistols made from... A four and a half billion year old meteorite. Nice. Uh, they were constructed from part of the. Let me see if we can get this right here. I'm not. I'm not the, even uh, attempting it. You. Muanalasuta meteorite. Close. From the meteorite, we'll say that. 
Uh, the meteorite was discovered in Sweden in 1906. These uh, working 45 caliber pistols offered unusual take on the classic 1911 design. Experts believe that the meteorite slammed into Earth about a million years ago, although the meteorite itself does date back to about four and a half million years old. Four and a half billion. Yes, with B, a, with sir. A B. Bravo. Good, good, good call. Good call. Thank you, sir. Uh, the majority of metal in these guns is meteorite. The director of science and nature at the Heritage Auctions told uh, the news service, noting that the pre-sale estimate for this set is one million to one and a half million. Yeah, I, I can understand that. The pre-sale estimate for each gun is at $500,000. Yeah, starts there. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you'd like to, you could own one or you could get them at the same time. They're being sold separately. So if you're thinking, there's no way I can afford a million dollar 1911. Well, you can maybe start with a $500,000. Just exactly right. Just get one of them. Just get one of them. <laughs> the, uh, the right-handed pistols are not identical. One is a standard GI model and the other is a custom model. So you need to figure out what you want. You want, mm. you want stock Meteorite 1911? Or you want custom meteorite nineteen eleven? <laughs> hey, you're already spending five hundred grand. Yeah. What's potentially another, you know, yeah, whatever, two three hundred grand? Sell the other kidney. Yeah, what the heck? Yeah, uh, constructing a gun out of meteorite was a new experience for the gunsmith. This is the part that I'm interested <laughs> in. He was commissioned. Uh, his name was Alu Bando, and he was commissioned to build the unusual weapons. The client was referred to me by somebody else. I have never worked with this material before. Yeah, duh. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was something that intrigued me. I was supplied with the raw material that looked like a rock. It was something very, very cool. He explained that he had to be extremely careful when cutting through the chunk of meteorite. It was definitely one of those jobs where you had to go by feel and sound. If you mix carbon steel, aluminum, stainless steel, and throw in some diamonds, that's what it felt like. Yeah. Uh, the gunsmith added that while there are no actual diamonds in a the meteorite, there are diamond-like inclusions in the material that the guns were fashioned from. While the cutter went through some parts of the meteorite fairly easy, there were other parts that were more difficult. I actually broke a couple of cutters. The unusual usual weapons have been test-fired, Earl, just in case you're questioning that. Wow, you know? yeah. He uh, had to make sure that these guys actually work. A oh, safety yeah. aspect. Safety. It was all safe. All in the name of safety. Oh, of course. Test-fired both pistols, and they were fun to shoot. But knowing the price tag, he stopped. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you're putting miles on it. <laughs> yeah. The each, each one has 35 rounds through it. Now, here's my questions. Questions uh -huh. for you. Okay. When he's cutting open this meteorite, yeah. do you got security with him? I'm not talking like security to steal the meteorite. I'm talking like something coming out of it. I was going to say, just in case there's something in that meteorite. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Right, right, right. right. Does, does well, that happen? He, he may not have watched as many uh, sci-fi movies as you <laughs> have. Um, that, was, uh, that was my first question. Was he, I mean, was he gowned up did he have a mask on were they worried about alien you know uh germs well and being as the this meteorite's been here since 1906 i would tend to think that it's probably over the i mean i'm just gonna cut it off and say you know the hundred years it's been in in human possession i'm sure it's been x-rayed and and analyzed several different ways before actually being cut open and and uh cut into Probably slabs or something, you know, start off yeah, where yeah. they can machine it. But now they're cutting into the heart of it. They're, yeah. opening it, they're cracking that puppy open. Uh -huh. You can look at walnut all day long, but as soon as you crack that walnut open and find the nut. And, and in this article, I, I looked to see if, we, if they mentioned any type of brand names or anything like that, and they didn't. Right. You know, like the, the machinist says that he was contracted by someone else. Correct. Uh, 
I have a video. Oh, wow. Of, well, show that it's on the radio. Let's see that. Yeah, I was getting ready. I was going <laughs> to upload it to our Facebook page. <laughs> oh, okay. There we go. There we go. me a hard time. <laughs> uh, I think I know which video you're talking about. Yes. These were the, only, the thing where I, I don't believe these are the exact pistols. Right. Is I'm looking at it again, and they look to be virtually identical. Yeah. Yeah. So these are not the actual pistols that we're talking about. Right. But I'm also pretty sure I'm, I'm going to go with the generalized. You've seen the inside of one meteorite. You've seen, <laughs> seen them all. all yeah. yeah. Uh, so this is a, th- these were made or commissioned by a, a 1911 manufacturer called Cabot Guns. Okay. All right. They unveiled them at... SHOT Show. No, it was an You're NRA the, show. NRA show. Okay. I, I honestly, I don't remember... We, been to enough yeah, of them. Yeah, I don't yeah, know which yeah, one it was. Yeah, yeah. But they unveiled them. And at that point in time, I don't remember hearing anything about a sale. Right. Or, you know, being put up for sale. But that was uh, two years ago. Two, yeah, two, three, two, two, three years, years ago. ago. Yeah. Yeah. But it's at least just to give you give you a little bit more visualization. Right. Because right. the the if nothing else, the, the cosmetic. Oh, they're beautiful. The, yeah, I've I've never seen I mean I'm I'm into you know the different anodizings that you can do on aluminum yeah. and different coatings and all that. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm plain Jane, plain Jane guy myself, but right. I can appreciate it. I mean, I'll look at, you know, it's a, it's a five extra $500 Cerakote job. Yeah. Give me 20 minutes. I'll scratch it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because I'm going to use it. Yeah. It's not a show pony. It's a workhorse. Exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. But this will at least just give you something to look at. And I believe this model or the, the video I have, they also, I guess they had some leftovers. Right. So they made a matching knife. Well, there you go. That's perfect. That's perfect. I mean, listen, they were a good-looking group of guns. I'm just, again, my, my concern is just that we're publicizing this auction. What if the aliens find out we got their meteorite and they want their guns back? That's you where know? that went. Yeah. That's it was, it was, it's probably some uh, group of aliens out playing golf, and they lost a ball in the rough. There you go. There you go. <laughs> anyway, we ended up with it here in Sweden. <laughs> Folks, that's the first hour. Stick around. we got more show coming back for you. Until we see you the next hour, though, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. kel See more at kel if you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. 
Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. 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 There we go. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I will uh, be, uh, be hosting the remainder of the program. Along with me today is, uh, is uh, his co-host and right-hand man, the, uh, on my right, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbett, approved memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. Ah, just waiting for you to spit it out. Yeah, listen, I, I realized uh, about uh, eight seconds into that 10-second speech that I ran out of breath. <laughs> it, just, it, just, it just was gone. Took, took, took it at the wrong spot. Um, on my left would, uh, would normally be the courtroom assassin, the, the legal ninja, the uh, maximum effort attorney Kevin Maxwell. But as you heard last hour, he's on the way out doing lawyering. He got some lawyering to do about, uh, about an hour or two hours away from uh, where we currently sit. So uh, he's, he's out doing it. He's out getting it done. You have J.D. will travel. You know what I'm saying? Got that Juris Doctor in his pocket. Last uh, segment, Earl. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No. Sorry. Oh, no. You're just pushing your lips? Yes. Yeah. So, so. All right. Okay. Uh, the, the, uh, last segment, we were looking at um, videos of, or we're talking about the, the meteorite guns. Yes. The two guns, the meteorite guns. And uh, that we thought there was a, um, maybe it had been another one, but you, uh, because of you and I had seen them two, three years ago at uh, one of the NRA shows. And I'm telling you, looking at the video, I'm pretty sure it's the same guys. I think they probably just got to the point now where it's time to, time to auction them off. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many chances there are to carve into a Muanian Suta meteorite, but I'm going to guess it's not very big. <laughs> um, but uh, I was, uh, you were showing me the video. Yes. It's a video that you took. and it, uh, It's up, currently up on our Facebook page. I was looking at that, which led me to... Uh, in the course of the six minutes we were here, uh, that took me into, hold on, let's see. Uh, uh, you went down the rabbit hole. I did, you? I went down the rabbit hole. I, uh, videos <laughs> oh, of what boy. it looks like when I get off work. Ooh, um, shiny. Uh, then they told Carlton he wasn't black enough, and his response is powerful. Um, then some world's got talent, the, the greatest scene in King Kong, to what I was finally watching, which was um, The Rock in the Ring with Stephanie McMahon. Stephanie hit The Rock. She said, what are you going to do, hit a woman? And he said no, and he called Ronda Rousey up. That's where I spent my last six minutes during the break. I don't know where you were. <laughs> I was watching Ronda Rousey smack around uh, uh, McMahon, Stephanie McMahon. So, the rabbit hole. Uh, statistics. So, you know, 
75% of people know that 80% of all statistics are made up. <laughs> um, 60% least, of the time, it works every time. I remember statistics from uh, the USA Today, and it said three out of four people make up 75% of the population. And I was like, that's, I don't think I've ever heard, heard USA Today <laughs> say anything that was more accurate than that. <laughs> I think they were trying to get people, and they got them. Hmm. Uh, our stats for the week. Okay. Top 10 countries. Oh, okay. That you'll, well, I guess it's top nine. Top nine countries that you can listen or that you have listened to Arms Room Radio in. Or currently are listening or to? Cur- this is, uh, no, because this is 24 hours or older. Oh, okay. Um, so the ones that you were listening to us in. Okay. Previous to about this time yesterday. Okay. <laughs> uh, number one, the United States. We ever fall USA. there? Yeah, USA. We ever fall USA. there? We got problems. We've had some changes here in the in the remainder of the list. Oh yeah. Uh, thank you to our friends in Lithuania. Lithuania. Would that would those would that be Lithuanian or Lithuanese? I would go Lithuanian. Okay, probably right. Cambodians. Okay. Thank you, Cambodia. Bulgaria. That's the Kevin connection right there. <laughs> <laughs> some of the friends uh-huh. he knows. Yeah. Uh, the United Kingdom. Canada. Germany. Mm. Norway. Oh, 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 slow, Norway, <laughs> um, and Spain, yeah. <laughs> and Spain. So those are those are the uh, the top uh, those are the top countries. Yeah, that I'd like to visit to all of them. I would too, including the USA. USA. Yeah, the only problem is though, I, I, I think I'm pretty safe in saying thinking about it for five seconds. There's only one country I can have a gun in. Yeah, that's true. That's true, <laughs> and it's not New Jersey. New. Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> Cities, let's go around the cities. Big, okay. big showing. Uh, thank you, Houston, Texas. Ah. Number four big city listening to us. Number four, not of, no, no, not of big cities, but the fourth city that's okay. listening to us. New York, New York. What? Yeah. City so nice, they named it twice. Yeah. Uh, Seattle. So talk about, uh, you know, we, we're getting some play. Yeah. In, uh, in the areas where you can't have your gun, and we appreciate that. You know, get, <laughs> get with us. Tell us your plight. We'll be happy to talk about it. We'll be happy to spread your story. We'll be happy to, uh, you know, let let people hear what your problems are. You know, whether if it's on the local level, you, you got a you got an HOA that's telling you you can't have a firearm, and, that, and that's happening. You know, they're saying you can't have firearms in this neighborhood. You know, you know, you got uh, you got boards at uh, in in communities that again these HOA boards that say you can't have it. You get with us. We, we got no problem putting it out there. We'll, we'll talk about it. No 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 worries whatsoever. We will we will gladly bring your Second Amendment fight to the forefront. Uh, let's see, going down the list here. I mean, good friends, we, we've got all over the place here. And uh, uh, Taylorsville, Kentucky, Tampa, Florida, Louisville, Kentucky. Here's one I don't think I've seen on here before. Uh, Vilnius, Lithuania. Vilnius? Vilnius, Lithuania. Those are good peoples there. Um, we knew people in Armenia, didn't we, did. we? I think we knew some Armenians. Those like Lithuanians? Very close. Very close. It's been a long time since I've studied a map. Ge- so. Geographically speaking. <laughs> I, I, listen, I have no idea what the cultures are like. I'm just saying, I, geographically, I'm saying they're, they're close, I think. Maybe. I have, I have to check. I have to check. Armenia, I, I draw a little blank on Armenia um, for some reason. But, uh, you know, listen, thanks, folks. Thanks for, uh, thanks for sticking around. You want to know the days of the week? What days of the week were most popular? Okay. Uh, let's see if I can find this for you. We are most popular on, what day is that? It's on j- j- the 1st. July 1st. Mondays. Mondays were most popular. Saturdays and Mondays. Saturdays and Mondays. Two most popular days. Saturdays, I'm sure it's because of the live folks listening to us right now. 
and uh, Mondays because I guess people are going back to work and uh, catching up for the weekend. Yeah, exactly right. Don't want to don't want to deal with the you know work anymore. I don't know. It's Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't go to Starbucks. Get you some coffee. Go somewhere else and get it. Yeah. Get you some. Get you some uh, wholesome Dunkin' Donuts, and they're not paying us anything with the Dunkin' Donuts folks. I you know I can tell you that from law enforcement. The reason you went to Dunkin' Donuts. Because at three in the morning, there wasn't much else open when you wanted a cup of coffee. <laughs> All right. This is back before you know, your, your local convenience stores got yeah. into anything more than just there's a pot over there, you know, before they got into the whole the, the, the foo foo coffee fanatics. So that's, that's it. I, I did like John from uh, Hog Holsters, H A W G Holsters, his point of view on it. He doesn't, he likes to order coffee in English. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> and I guess that's true. Everything, in the, everything there means large, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, I was saying, I've, I've, I've frequented those establishments, and I'm trying to remember what, what all the different sizes were. There's the, uh, there's the venti. Ah, uh, that's right. Uh, the, the grande. Grande, tall, and venti. That's right. Right, right. And small, two of those words. Small, medium, and large. Two of those words mean the same thing, and one of them means 20. <laughs> so you can either have the large, the large, or the 20, if you uh, translate yeah, the into English. You listen to Arms Room Radio uh, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Stick around. We're going to talk to you about the, the hazards of buying fireworks. Ah. The Keltec PMR 30 is no run of the mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. 
That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. I don't know how many times I've heard that commercial, but I was reading, you know, reading up on the article that we're getting ready to talk about. And for some, I just, I had to glance over at you. And it's like, is he? No, he's not reading. Okay. It's the door. <laughs> Yeah, the, the Boundary Oak? Yeah. Love that Boundary Oak. Love that uh-huh. In fact, I just reached out to the, uh, the people there at Boundary Oak, sent them a message here in, uh, since the show began, and uh, we'll, we'll probably talk to them after the show. Good. We'll probably have a good conversation with them. Great people up there. Great people up there. If you're in the uh, Redcliffe, Kentucky area, which is about a 40 minutes south of Louisville, you know, just, just uh, 15 minutes south of Fort Knox, Kentucky, you, uh, you give them a shot. Give them a shout. Go, go see them over there at uh, Boundary Oak Distillery. Uh, you know, this next story, we, we said that it's, it's some of the hazards to buying fireworks, which is, is, uh, you yeah, close, you're, you're, you're kind of stretching yeah, it. Yeah. You know, there's not, there's not really any hazards of buying fireworks, trying to steal fireworks yes. and robbing a fireworks stand. Hazardous. They're, 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 yeah, they're hazards. Hazardous, hazardous. Man tried to rob a fireworks stand, but was shot with his own gun when he put it down briefly. <laughs> yeah. Evidently, this guy has not been watching the YouTube videos on how to rob a fireworks stand. Wait, YouTube has, they'll, oh, okay, they'll leave that channel up. I learned to teach a giraffe how to speak Spanish on YouTube. I'm sure this is on here also. Uh, The man is now in the hospital in a critical condition. I like how this is written. He's in a critical condition, not the critical condition, not a critical condition. Man tried to rob a Houston area fireworks store on Independence Day but was shot with his own revolver by a quick-thinking employee who grabbed the weapon when the gunman briefly put it down. Ugh. This is, uh... <sighs> you know, what can you say? You know, you know, you're, you, we come on here and we like to give... Uh, I don't, we don't call it Monday morning quarterbacking. We like to call them pro tips. Right. We like to call them pro tips. So, so I'm not going to give pro tips for the bad guy. No. I'm no. Going, we're going to continue to give the pro tips for the good guys. Yes. 
And this good guy, I believe, did the, a, a pro tip. Uh, said uh, according to the uh, the sheriff's office there, he said they would believe we set the gun down. He set the gun down on the counter to gather the money. Well, you know, you two hands for money, right? You don't, you don't just pick it up with one hand, right? You yeah, want more money. Yeah. I, I I honestly don't know if I would have been as quick reacting as this employee was, because it would have taken me a few seconds to process. W- w- wait yeah. a minute. Did, he just laid it down. Yeah, I probably would have yelled at him. Yeah. Did you just put you, your gun down? Look, what are you doing? What kind of robber are you? Ugh. Pick your gun up and point it at me. <laughs> what is your problem? But instead, uh, during the exchange, the complainant, the victim, grabbed the gun and discharged it one time at him, striking him and incapac- incapacitating him. Do you know where he, where he struck him with the bullet? Mm. Oh, 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 oh. I want to say it. Go ahead. In the face! In the face! <laughs> 19-year-old Robert was struck in the face by the bullet from the revolver and taken to the hospital on Thursday. The uh, Harris County Sheriff's Office said that the suspect remains in critical condition. And the man reportedly received first aid from a nurse who was nearby at the time of the shooting. Where was the shooting? In the first! Yeah. Only two employees were behind the counter, and there were no customers at the stand during the robbery. The employee who shot the suspect is very distraught. He's very upset. Yeah. Well, that's, well, at least that's what his attorney told him to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm, feel, I'm feeling like this guy's going to, I'm going to have to, you know, perhaps seek civil remedies against this guy because uh, now I've got to deal with the fact that I shot a bad guy in the face. I got to see that every day. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that, we make light of that, but that is, that is a, a, a reality of, you know, I, I think. All of us in this room, you know, have, have, have experienced it or at least heavily thought about the, the, the um, I'm going to label it the emotional ramifications of causing harm to another human sure. being. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But if it means, yeah. you know, if, if I've got to cause harm to another human being that's preventing me from going home from my family, sorry about your luck. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who's the, uh, who's the politicians that, uh, Oh, boy, I don't want to get it wrong. Um, she has said uh, that um, if you're faced, faced with uh, uh, you know, gun violence, just, just stop resisting and they'll give up, um, which, which turned into... Wasn't that Feinstein? I think it was Feinstein. Um, so once the, once the bad guy realizes everybody else is unarmed, they'll just put down their guns? Right. Uh, that's human nature? She said that, and I'm trying to remember the one who said, um, if you're, if you're going, to, going to be the victim of a rape, to just... Not resist because you can uh, you could deal with that later in therapy. Yeah, that's what Plan B is for. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm you know, I'm shooting somebody in the face. You know? Yeah. And uh, you know, that's what this sounds like. Uh, you know, we don't have much more of the details, but this sounds like it was such a quick thing. Like grabbed the gun and as pulling it back, started pulling the trigger, and it just hit him in the face. This is, you know, because yeah, it's not yeah. it's not your typical aiming point. You know, that's probably somebody that didn't understand yeah, I, I, the yeah, firearm. Say, yeah, actually, that would I would you know. Here's our pro tip for the good guy. Yeah. Don't aim for the face. Yeah, follow the front side, put it on the chest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah it. You want to aim center of mass. Yep, there you go. Uh, briefly, we've got a couple of minutes left. I want to talk to, uh, to Delaware. I know we got our, our friends up in Delaware listening to us as well. Your, your governor there in, in Delaware has been, has been strong on the push for, uh, gun, for gun restrictions, gun confiscations, gun, gun assault weapons bans, everything else that they could think of up there. Well, your assault weapons ban in Delaware has failed, uh, and this is this is this is a great thing for the Second Amendment and for those that are law-abiding Second Amendment supporters. After failing to pass gun control legislation this year, Democratic lawmakers and the governor admit they've lost the battle this year. 
Now, pay attention to that if you're listening. This year, they're yeah. already telling you they're going to come back at you again. Yep. And they're going to come back at you again from every angle possible. It helps explain why gun rights rallies on the steps of Legislative Hall on the last day of this year's session look like a picnic more than a protest. The rally was hosted by Delaware Gun Rights, which formed in 2018 in response to gun control bills introduced that year. Like we've seen state after state, Earl. Yes. It's these grassroots organizations that say, we're not letting you take our gun rights, that they that were able to get in there and support themselves and defend their Second Amendment rights. The group was largely credited with stopping this year's gun control efforts by pressuring union members and threatening Democratic campaign cash. Follow the money, right? Oh, yeah. You got to hit them in the wallet. Three bills were stifled this year that would have banned certain semi-automatic weapons, which would have been interpreted as all semi-automatic weapons. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, requiring a permit to buy and own a gun and capping magazines at 15 rounds. While okay. legislators inside the Capitol scrambled to finish this year, a crowd of more than 100 congregated just outside celebrating the majority party's victory. So this was uh, you know, to, to defeat these bills, to keep them, on, to keep them from moving off the floor. This is, these, these were wrong. You know, listen, there, was, there were people standing out there with don't tread on me flags, the Gadsden flag, uh, one with the you know, signs that said, uh, come and take it. You know, there, there's, there was a lot, of, a lot of bad gun legislation that tried to get moved through by Governor Carney up there, Governor John Carney, uh, despite, you know, despite all knowing ahead of time that he was going to face this. He still went in there and said, listen, we're trying to take, we're not trying to take, this is what he said, we're not trying to take your weapon away. Uh, we're just trying to address mass shootings. Okay. You mean the people that 99% of the time obtained firearms illegally and used or went after victims that were unarmed because they were in gun-free zones? Let's say that 99% of the firearms were obtained illegally yep. and happened, occurred in gun-free zones, Correct. was it 98% yeah, of the time? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's, that's what they're, you know, that's their thing, you know, just... Well, you know, it's it's not about it's. I'm a supporter of the Second Amendment, but yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we like like uh, we stated earlier this week. You know, on a, on a light-hearted note, you know, we've got to do something about drunk drivers. Okay, so yeah, sober drivers can't drive anymore. That's right. If we get sober drivers off the road, drunk drivers can't hit them anymore. So let's get rid of all the sober drivers. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. That's how we're looking at gun control. That's their idea of gun control. You have too many people being shot. So let's take the guns away from those people that legally own guns. So only the illegal people or the guns, people that own guns illegally will have them. That will solve the problem. Yeah. Another angle. Criminals are breaking laws. Let's penalize the law-abiding citizens. Well, yeah, exactly right. Do you think if this guy is going to go in there, we've said this time and time again, I'm going to come in here and commit mass murder. Oh, wait. There's the sign, sign on the building said gun-free uh, zone. Dang it. I'd better not. I can't do it, th do it here. Only ones that pay attention to that sign are those people that respect the law, and they don't bring their firearms in. Yep. And we know that's what killed 11 people in Virginia Beach, because although that building, the government building, you could have your firearm in there, the policy of the city was employees could not bring their firearms to work. Right. So they died. They died following a rule. You think the bad guy followed the rules? No. You know what my idea of gun control is? Use both hands. There you go. We're listening to, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We get back some Fallen Hero and Major Bill.
40 kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program with all of the above and more selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits and serves as the link between them and the American people, people just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO, until everyone comes home. First time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's gonna happen next and how long am I gonna be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me and it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said, look brother, everything's gonna be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to SSS.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Specialist Christopher M. Talbert died January 7, 2009, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Halbert, 24, of Galesburg, Illinois, was assigned to the 2nd Battalion, 130th Infantry Regiment, Illinois Army National Guard, Marion, Illinois. 
He was killed in action in Shindad, Afghanistan, of wounds suffered when an improvised explosive device detonated near his vehicle. Talbert enjoyed his work with the Illinois National Guard so much that he volunteered outside of his home unit to deploy overseas. He graduated from Galesburg Christian School in 2003 and joined the National Guard four years later as a combat medic. He worked as a medic in civilian life as well. He is survived by his parents, Terry and Amanda, and two brothers. Army Specialist Christopher M. Talbert, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960 and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Thank you, Kevin. If you were really here, I'd be uh, shaking your hand and thanking you in person as I do every week, but uh, since it's pre-recorded and we have that on there, Folks, if you need to get a hold of Kevin, you know how to do it. Just go to maxlaworlando.com. Uh, until then, uh, you know, listen, Kevin will be back with us next week, and you know, unless you get some of those other weird calls. But uh, thank you for uh, you know taking part in, uh, in supporting Kevin and his uh, support of us and the Fallen Hero. Hey, on the line with us, we have the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Ground control to Major Bill. Hey, guys. How's everybody doing this week? Doing good. Yeah, not too shabby, sir. How about yourself? Uh, well, you know, it was a busy July 4th weekend. Uh, people, uh, you know, you, you can count the fireworks, you can count the gunshots, and in some places you just don't know which is which. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, so it's been, it's been quite busy down here uh, in South Florida with 4th of July. Uh, special shout-out to uh, all my brothers and sisters, uh, first responders, fire, police, EMS, uh, that are currently working the uh, rather rather large gas explosion in uh, in plantation in Brown County. Yeah, you you, uh, today. you guys just had a mall blow up. Yes, yes, uh, had the, the the old fashioned mall. If you remember your days of living down here, Mike, had, uh, just across from the Broward Mall. Yes, when the Phantom Mall went up. Uh, yes, it's, it's that that property there. Wow. Uh, so they had a huge uh, huge class uh, gas explosion. Uh, so far, 21 people injured. Uh, luckily, uh, nobody has uh, has died, but it's it's a pretty big scene out there. You know, I recall years back. Uh, it's been it's been some time. Uh, not too far south of there, uh, there was a Midas muffler shop, and the Midas muffler shop was uh, it went in. It was a very large shop even back in the day. You know, like when you go like a like a giant Pep Boys or AutoZone or some kind of place like that that also did service and. I guess uh, they'd had a propane leak throughout the evening, and an employee went in in the morning and flipped on a light switch. And I mean, that from what I recall, that employee was killed, but the entire place was flattened. I mean, there was foundation left, and that was it. Well, you know, it's funny. We we're just talking about that the other day, and yes, you're right. The entire property was leveled yep. except for one thing, and one thing remained standing, and that was the flagpole yes. with old glory still waving yeah. uh, above it. That was the only thing that remained uh, on that. That is absolutely incredible. And it's a similar situation to what they're dealing with in plantation right now. What, and what I recall from that was there was a, uh, there was also a billboard, uh, you know, five, 10 blocks down, you know, before you got to the Midas and, and somebody went up on that billboard. I'm not saying who it was. Somebody went up on that billboard and it said, welcome to Midas. And they wrote home of the bomb. 
Um, <laughs> and I, remember, I remember that being there for months and months afterwards. You would see that. Um, and it was obviously a horrible tragedy. Life was lost, lost but it was, uh, it was as soon as I heard this, I was like, wow, I wonder how close it is. Because you never hear about, you know, gas explosions leveling kind of places, except evidently in, in Broward County. So. Well, yeah. I mean, well, it, the, the Midas was down there off of uh, Griffin Road and University Drive, and this yep. is right at Broward University, so it's only a couple miles apart. Yeah. Well, craziness, craziness. Uh, well, speaking of Broward County, uh, we, have a, we have some more Florida Man news, uh, evidently, that we were going to be discussing. Well, you know, there is just so much Florida <laughs> Man uh, that uh, you just really can't get to all of it uh, right. really in the timely manner. This, this comes to us uh, they, this this happened back in June, uh, up in Edgewater, Florida. Right. And uh, a 53 year old man from Hialeah, go figure that, uh, was uh, arrested and accused of trafficking methamphetamine in Volusia County uh, when he was pulled over by the Edgewater Police Department. Now Guillermo Artiga, 53, of Hialeah, was uh, stopped for speeding, and you know, speeding, okay, really, what was it? You know, this wasn't a little thing. He was doing 80 and a 45. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And Ooh, we, and we you know, a little we, fast. We, we did talk about this one what, briefly, and, and I think some of, the, some of the key facts were here was, um, I'm not going to point out any one neighborhood in any one state, but, but Hialeah. Let's just, can I say? It, exactly. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> so. it, I think Hialeah is probably the east coast or the south florida epicenter for florida man yes uh, yeah you know <laughs> we, we have tampa on the west coast yeah. uh you know jacksonville but yeah Hialeah is one of those where if you're looking for a florida man story yeah and if you remember the old game six degrees of kevin bacon yes uh, well, <laughs> six degrees of florida man right uh one of those degrees is going to be Hialeah. yes yep yep uh, no doubt about that so uh guillermo uh was pulled over for doing 80 and a 45 and, uh, you know, first they run his license and, whoa, he had two warrants out of Palm Beach County. Uh, so he was placed under arrest. And as we've written many police reports, Mike, you remember search incident to arrest. Well, yeah, I can't leave this on the side of the road unaccounted for. No, no, no. We got to search his vehicle and account for all his property. because Inventory. Don't want it to be you, have to, you have to inventory his vehicle. Exactly. <laughs> so the inventory came up with a uh, plastic grocery bag, and inside that plastic grocery bag was three uh, sealed vacuum bags. Right. And when they asked him, hey, what is this? Oh, that's used to filter pool water, was, was his answer. Well, in Hialeah, you know, maybe. You know? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, <that's> However, <laughs> everywhere else, the little, uh, you know, Drug kits that, that we use came up uh, hit positive for methamphetamine. Yeah. So he had three pounds, three pounds of methamphetamine, uh, but that's used to filter pool water. He's got a big pool. Yeah, he's got a big pool. He's, there, there, he's, he's on the way to the Y. He's going to take care of the, the yeah. pool at the Y. Well, you know, yeah. It's an Olympic-sized you know, pool. <laughs> heading down to the YMCA, you know, for, for, for the bingo game, and, you know, we got, we got you know, next thing you know, uh, we end up mud wrestling in a... Uh, in an adult establishment. There you I, go. I, I don't there know. You, you know, one thing, one thing leads to another, and, you know, I just, you know. Was, uh, you know, that's so amazing. He was, maybe maybe he was. He was oh, go ahead, sir. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I was just saying he was arrested, and uh, uh, he's being held 
at the Volusia County uh, Gold Star Hotel or the Gray Bar Hotel there you go. Uh, in Daytona Beach there. So Wonderful, wonderful. We'll see if we can't get an update status on that. Let me let me ask you a question. we got about a minute left here. Um, uh, should law enforcement officers at this point be going to any Starbucks to get coffee? Well, uh, not if you're in Tempe, Arizona. <laughs> we know they're going to ask you to leave, but... Why, 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 are the, why are law enforcement patroning this business at all now? This continues to happen around the country for them. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe uh, Tim Hortons wasn't open at the time <laughs> there. Uh, right. I don't know how many right. Dunkin' Donuts they have. Uh, but, again, you know, maybe we can pick this up next week. Uh, but it's just one of those disgusting things that, that is being allowed to happen. Everybody wants to talk about equality, but we're going to discriminate it against our, uh, our law enforcement officers. Well, you know, why not? It's the easy thing to do. I can, I can, you know, because you can't defend yourself. I can stand here and shout and call you all sorts of names, and you have to, you have to take it, basically. Yeah, yeah, it's a remain professional at all times. Uh, but, yeah, well, you know, they, uh, if people check out the uh, Tempe Officers Association. They have a real nice picture of what they think yeah. of Starbucks. I did see that. I did see that. That was, and it was, uh, it was uh, um, Band Coffee. What was it? What did it say? Dump Starbucks. Dump Starbucks. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Well, Major, again, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that again more next week. But until next week, please stay safe. Absolutely. All my brothers and sisters in blue, remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, check your sticks, and always go home at the end of your shift. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The guys will see you right after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com, and be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. 
Self-defense issue? Max. Law. Orlando. Car crash or personal injury? Max. Law. Orlando. Does your business have a lawyer of record? Max. Law. Orlando. Gun problems? Max. Law. Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max. Law. Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max. Law. Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at maxlaworlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by The Arms Room. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The following segment is brought to you by Snagmag. Snagmag is the premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at snagmag.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal, a cell phone pistol studios. Just rolls straight through every time. Already? Every time. Every time. Last segment. Here we go. Wow. Running it down. Running it down. Running down a dream. Running down a dream. All right. Let's see here. We got... Uh, we got a couple left here. We ended up with a couple extra stories, so I'm gonna you know, we're gonna roll the dice here. We're gonna see which one comes up. We're gonna pick a pick a number out of the hat, and flip we're a coin. gonna flip a, flip a coin, and we're gonna go with Virginia. Virginia, this is we probably should give this one up first. This but everything else is talking about what had ha- what had happened was. Mm-hmm. This one's gonna this one's talking about what might happen to you. Ah. So we need to talk about what might happen to you. Uh, Governor Northam proposes gun control bills for this past Tuesday's General Assembly session. So those of you there in, uh, in, in Virginia, Virginia need to uh, pay attention here. Now, we know that the shooting occurred in uh, Virginia Beach there uh, last, last month or, or six weeks ago and where the uh, innocent people were killed, employees of the city, sitting in the, their gun-free zone. It mm-hmm. was not gun-free for the public. Right. It was gun-free zones for the employees because the city told them they could not bring firearms to work. Governor Ralph Northam on Wednesday announced the gun control policies he will work with legislators to propose in next week's special general assembly session, including universal background checks. Earl, what's a universal background check? What's the difference between a universal background check and a regular background check? Uh, the universal is good on Jupiter. Exactly right. No other difference whatsoever. You can go through there and you can, you can, nobody can tell me the difference between a universal background check and a background check. Mm-hmm. A ban on assault weapons. Bump stocks and high-capacity magazines, and limiting handgun purchases to one per month. Now, first off, bump stocks have already been banned at the federal level. Yeah. So we would like to waste. We would like to create a gun law that says we support the other gun law, and we're gonna we're gonna ban the same thing another gun law does. Yeah. So we have a law now that says you cannot go above seventy miles an hour on the highway. What we're gonna do is create another law that says you cannot go above seventy miles an hour on the highway. Yeah. <laughs> this is, okay. Are we wasting time? All right. Are you? Are yeah, you? Are you being this, idiots here? It, this sounds like he's uh, he's preaching to the choir. Yeah, yeah. Northam ordered the July 9th session after a gunman killed 12 people at a Virginia Beach municipal building on May 31st. The governor said the massacre highlighted the need to restrict the availability and deadliness of guns in the state. Earl, you're familiar with the story. Would would this gentleman have passed the same background check then that he passed this time? Yes. Yeah, because guess what? Up until that point, he had not committed a massacre. Right. He was not subject to, uh, you know, having his firearms rights denied him. 
Because you know what we don't have? We don't have the future police. We, we can't ooh, look ooh, at... Ooh, we, ooh, there was a movie about there it. There sure was. Come on. It there was sure a movie. Was. It yeah, must be sure in... Was. Doesn't, doesn't that mean we have it? It's got to be real. It's got to be real. A ban on assault weapons. Because clearly, he took his Glock assault weapon in there. You mean, mean his standard handgun? Yeah, took his standard handgun. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he took a, a high-capacity magazine. Now, I have no idea what he was referring to as a high-capacity magazine. I've seen, if you go to New York City, everything, that means six rounds or more. Uh, you know, I've seen 10 rounds or more, 12 rounds or more. So at this point, I have no idea what they, what they mean when they, when they say high-capacity magazines. High-capacity? What, what, what do you determine as high? You mean the... the uh, this guy used a... Uh, wasn't the 45? Use the forty-five, so it was a so, Glock twenty-one or a Glock thirty or a thirty-six. So that's yeah. 13? thirteen. Yeah, thirteen plus one. Thirteen plus one. Thirteen plus one. Yeah, uh, and uh, he's going to limit handgun purchases to one per month. Well, that clearly would have stopped us, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That you know, the only thing I have to say about that is my wallet would kind of appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, that's but. A, <laughs> uh, you know, we we know from what we've been told that a, a suppressor was used. I don't see anything on here about banning suppressors in Virginia. They well, yeah, I was to say even if they are already banned, I'm sure they yeah. would still throw it in there because they're wanting to ban stuff that's already banned. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Republicans who control both houses of the General Assembly have char- charged that Northam is playing politics with the tragedy with an eye on elections this fall for all 140 seats in the legislature. Well, did did you really just say they're playing politics? Well, they're politicians. Duh. The GOP has thin majorities of both houses, and Democrats hope to change the balance of power. For years, Republicans' leaders have throttled gun control bills in small communities, excuse me, small committees, preventing them from being widely debated. With polls showing a majority of Virginians favoring some type of gun control, oh, we have to do something. Yeah. Something, or oh, we have to do something. Mm-hmm. North emerges legislature to take full floor votes on his proposals next week. One way to make that happen is for the majority of lawmakers in either chamber to take the unusual parliamentary step of discharging their committees and sending the bills directly to the floor. This is, he's trying to pressure them. The governor there is trying to pressure the, uh, the, the, the politicians in the state house to, to not do things the normal way. He's trying to use the, the guilt. He's trying to use the, the media. He, it's, it's just like Rahm Emanuel said, never let a tragedy go to waste. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I sound cold and callous saying this, but unfortunately it is a reality. He wants to strike before the bodies get cold. Yeah. No, you're exactly right. You are exactly right. That's, that's exactly what, what he wants to do here. Uh, support for universal background checks was high across party lines. They did a survey. And the survey found that 55 to 54% favor gun control, over 41% consistently favoring gun rights. Now, here's the problem with that. Who'd they poll? Who'd they poll, and how do they poll these questions? Yeah. Because here you have right here. Do you support universal background checks? Uh, well, you know what you know what the common person hears? Do, do you want people that own guns to have a background check? Well, sure they do. The question does not explain that if you purchase a firearm from a licensed dealer, you have to have a background check. You already have to have a background check. You mean the current law? The current law. The current law. Mm, okay. The universal background check, again, consists of widely different explanations depending on who you ask. In some states, they say it includes private sales. In some states, it says it includes gun show sales because, Earl, you know, you have the gun show loophole. Oh, so when I, when I go to a, de- you know, a licensed fed, uh, federally firearms licensed dealer at a gun show, yes. I don't have to do a background check? No, you still have to do one, but it's a loophole. 
Oh. You're, you're okay. still obeying the law and getting a background check. Oh, it's, okay. But it's a, I, it's, I got a, it. it's a loophole. Yeah. It's a loophole. That's one of those loopholes that doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It's, it's, it's the same as the main hole. It's the same. Oh, yeah. wait. The, Whoa. Huh. The loophole. Family show, dude. Yeah. Family yeah, gotcha, show. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, let's see. Universal background checks, again, closing the loophole that allow citizens to sell guns without getting background checks. Um, you don't get a background check when you sell a gun. You get one when you buy one, by the way. And it's always been allowed. If you feel that the person you're selling the firearm to, you don't know them, they don't have a concealed weapons permit, they don't have a carry permit from your state, you have always been able to walk into a dealer and say, I would like to sell this gun to him, but can you do the background check for me? And a dealer says, step on up. We'll do it for you. Yeah. Always been that way. Even if I walk, I, I own a, a handgun yep. and I'm tired of it. Yep. It works good. I just, I want something different. Yep. I walk in, I trade it in, probably put a little bit of money with it. You know what? I still got to do a background check. Yep. Buying a new gun. Yep. Even though I already own one. Yep. Give my background check. Yep. Uh-huh. They want to reinstate the law from, that was repealed in 2012 that limits one handgun purchase to a month. Okay. Well, what, what if a guy uses two handguns, but he bought them over three years? Does that mean we're going to stop? It just, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It makes no sense whatsoever. It, it, it's, it's a feel-good effort. Yeah. They want red flag laws. They want to come get your gun. Ah, they want to come get your gun exactly. with, when somebody else says, Earl called me a bad word, and I think he's going to hurt me. So we're going to go get Earl's guns without telling you. Ex parte. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then they, they want to allow cities and counties to come up with their own laws, and they want to get away oh, with great. they want to get away with state preemption. Great. This is where you get the bastardization of laws throughout every individual county, every city, every HOA, no matter where it is. So the guy that owns one gun and wants to travel through his state has hundreds of different laws from different jurisdictions that he has to deal with. Yeah, they'll make make those waters so muddy yeah. they'll never clear up. It's like walking through. Medieval England and knowing who I need to pay my taxes to. Well, you're in the vale of so-and-so now, and Sheriff such-and-such wants his money. And that's, that's what's going to happen. That's what happens when you don't have state preemption. So it's pretty ridiculous. So Virginia, get, get out there. You know what happened in Delaware? Just down the street from me there. Go over there. Talk to your legislators. Talk to your House members. Tell them, yeah, we do have an election coming back up. You're going to sell me out, or you're going to support the Constitution. Mm-hmm. That's what you need to do. That's who you need to talk to. Folks, listen, uh, we've had a great show with you here. I want to thank uh, John from uh, Hog Holsters for joining us, H-A-W-G holsters.com. Major Bill was on here as well. And again, our, our good friend, left-hand man, Kevin, for joining in, attorney <laughs> Kevin Maxwell. Until next week, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Kel-Tec. See more at keltecweapons.com.
If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo.